welcome to the Wheels Buffy Podcast, where we're built for comfort and not for speed. the Wes Buffy podcast where we're built for comfort and not for speed you dog bowl licking come to the party and want to take your liquor back eating off the charcoals because the meat fell on it and it's oily and greasy down there bitch outstanding <laughs> <laughs> I, I couldn't think of nothing else Dude, so we I got, got caught up <laughs> <laughs> that was scratches it's all using the look, in look, church look Harvey Dent was scratching yo. <laughs> <laughs> you feel me Gotta get it in, yo. And the effects. Exactly. Non-stop. <laughs> exactly, yo. Got the MPs out this bitch, man. All right, man. It's the interview segment, man. We have a comedian. Um, I've seen him quite a few times, actually, when I went down to the uh, Baltimore Comedy Factory. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, opening up I, um, for quite a few folks. Um, brother Alabama's in the house. What's going on, brother? I'm in the house. Alabama. What's up, ill fam? What's up, everybody? What's up, listeners? Chill, man. Chill I'm up man. in here, man. They got me up here. It's everything. We got ginger ale. Right. Not even the diet in ginger ale. You ain't got no diet for me. I'm nigga, fat boy. Nigga got Schweppes. Schweppes. So there's a running joke about Schweppes. Oh, okay. What our, is? What's that? Our, our what? brother, our brother Fever Leo, okay. came in here with some good ass 1738. Okay. And mix that shit with some motherfucking Schweppes. Whoa. So from now on, when did I he see die? He should. No, he did die. He died on the trampoline. He died on trampoline. It was a. It was like we called McNutty and he put a red ribbon around his wrist, and it was over. <laughs> 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 Yo, it was bad. The shout out, Fever Leo. No, they gonna be drinking me. around y'all. y'all <laughs> oh no, it's, it's savage around here. I, I, I can see. <laughs> I'll be underneath the table. <laughs> Where's Bama? Bama's dead. Bama's dead. 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 Bama died. Put a cross on him. So, brother Alabama, man, uh, it sounds uh, um, obvious, but where are you from, Doug? Uh, I'm from originally Talladega, Alabama. Talladega, okay. Most people I say, they be like, oh, Talladega Nights. Right. You know, Ricky Bobby. Racetrack. I'll be like, yeah, well, you know, I'm always saying this. They didn't even film the movie in Talladega. You know, we didn't get none of that money. None of that. So I'm from Tyler Digger, but I makes my home in Baltimore now, man. Okay. So it was a big, big transition. Okay. How long you been here? Uh, I moved from in 02. Mm-hmm. Okay. 02. So I got my roots down in Alabama, then I moved up here in Baltimore, and they showed me a whole different life. I ain't scared of nothing now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Teflon. I ain't scared of nothing now. That's what it is, man. Hey. So, so tell us about growing up in Alabama, man. Like, st- Of course, we... Uh, air quotes northern niggas and shit so we immediately when we think alabama and mississippi we think racism and shit well it's racism everywhere yeah no no but well, you know how you know what i mean yeah but you know with the roots with the civil rights in the 60s and people still ask me like alabama y'all free down there i'm like i think so you know <laughs> we marched a couple times right 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 but uh growing up down there man small town i was everybody know everybody i didn't really i can't say i experienced the things i my father grew up in the 30s and 40s but hey we had all type of racism we had winning places where they make you feel uncomfortable and stuff like that right. but that also helped me uh as far as doing comedy because sometimes i had to be in some places where it was nothing but hillbillies right and right. i had to make them laugh or i wouldn't get out of there 
They're like, boy, you need to be funny, boy. <laughs> you want to be funny, boy. You better be funny. You know, immediately. Hey, immediately. So, hey. He said, boy. 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 They say, I don't fuck with boy. Boy. Oh, hey. I don't like that shit. Hey, hey. Boy is a little bit better than nigger. I don't know yeah. if it's not, nobody it's knows what that's for. It's a little or, bit or, or, or I used to get bubble. Bubble. Come on, bubble. Yeah. You know. <laughs> that's a ball, right? So, oh, so boy, you better tell these got damn jokes and give me some taters. Hey, hey, hey. Good old taters. Like sling blade, you know. But hey, it was good growing up down there, man. Mm-hmm. Well, Tyler Digger, everybody knew everybody. Uh, most people kept to themselves, you know, to their stuff. But we all was able to grow. But when I moved to Baltimore, man, it was different. I thought, man, I thought the wild was just a make believe. <laughs> <laughs> there were people in them vacant buildings for real. <laughs> no boys. Like understand? these writers, they had to do nothing. This they had to do life. nothing. They just filmed. They like, <laughs> <laughs> they ain't say, hey, the scene three. They like, no, just go to North Avenue, just stand out there and. Something's gonna happen. Something will happen. <laughs> Something gonna happen. So, so, what influenced you to, to start comedy? And when did you start first start doing it? Well, I, I originally started. I, I did a little audition for BET. Okay. Uh, th- this was in two thousand, and this was when they still accepting VHS tape. Mm. Whoa. Yeah, they were telling comedians, "Hey, uh, we looking for comedians." They did a commercial. We looking for comedians. Send in your tape, uh, eight minute set. So I got about eight of my friends down there in town. They rented this little studio. Mm. Went in the studio. Uh, it took me 20 minutes to tell one joke. That joke was long. <laughs> that joke was longer than roots, man. <laughs> so I did that. Man. And in between time, I was moving to Baltimore. And uh, at, at the couple months between time, uh, BET mm-hmm. uh, sent me an email. Okay. They said, hey, uh, we didn't select you uh, for this time, but you can do this. Work on this, work on that, and they told me working you no know, segways, you know, making sure everything I, I tell connect together. Mm-hmm. So they gave me advice, and they didn't have to do that. I talked to some veteran comics about that all the time. They said, "Man, that was great that they did that, and it was because right. I probably wouldn't uh, stick with it." Right. So what uh, happened one day? Went to an open mic. This guy liked me. Uh, he uh, he said, "Hey, come to my other open mic on Tuesday night." Mm-hmm. So I went up there, and next thing you know, uh, a uh, he didn't show up one night. And I started hosting this place called the Five Season. Okay. Uh, it was okay. uh, took on me Tuesday on Tuesday nights, and I only had like six or seven minutes worth of material, but I had some like natural, just funny stuff that sat off the top of my head, and hey, I started from there, man. Started from there. What what, what initially made you want to come up to, to Baltimore and shit? Well, that story is a different story. I, uh, you was on the run. I. Uh, not on the run, but close to being on the run. When you got married, I got married, ah. and uh, my my wife, uh, she's my uh, ex-wife now. Okay. She was from Baltimore, so she decided to bring me up here. Now, you know, and looking back on it, I'm glad she did because uh, maybe uh, I wouldn't uh, be doing what I'm doing now, able to do the comedy, able to work with the people, able to uh, actually pay a part in the comedy uh, worldwide because mm-hmm. I also booked the comedians uh, to come to shows, the national comedians. Right. And some, some of the local comedians, too. So I wear many hats okay. uh, in the comedy business. So I said that, that they'll keep me irrelevant. They'll keep me relevant longer than just doing stand-up. Plus, I'm funny. I'm funny. Hey, yeah, you know, no. I'll try to get it. Yeah. Now, now th- this is early in the show, but we have a, we have a segment on the show okay. that we like to call Shooting the Five. Hashtag ST5, hashtag shoot the five at Wes Buffy on every motherfucking thing and in your mother. Bat, bat, so, bat, 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 bat. 
Oh yeah, you pulled it. Bang, bang, bang. Uh, you like to do it on hollow nights. <laughs> Put that gun down. <laughs> Top five comedic influences for you, Alabama. Your personal comedic influences. Top five and no, no particular, particular order. No We're not gonna do that to you. All right. In no particular order, uh Robin Harris. Mm-hmm. I love Robin Harris. Robin Harris is like a guy who like your uncle talking to you. I mm-hmm. love Robin Harris, rest in peace. Uh, two, uh, Ken can be right there with Robin Harris. Bernie Mac was most definitely one of the most Distant influential cousin of guys of mine. Uh, that you know, milk and cookies. That story that mm-hmm. always will reign supreme. Yes, sir. Um, uh, also, uh, of course, uh, Eddie Murphy. Mm-hmm. Uh, love Eddie Murphy. Listen to Guinea Goo Goo. Yeah. <laughs> I thought I learned some new Spanish. Yes, it. I said Sanchez. Tony <laughs> Google. Real quick. Tony Google. Raw delirious because we've had this argument on the show. Delirious. Cost okay. ice cream. Well, thanks for coming, Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> uh, ice, with ice cream, ice cream takes it all, man. Okay. Raw is good, but that ice cream, I got some ice cream. Everybody can experience with See, we, we can argue that because we've, we've been arguing that for about a year. Hey, that's a tough one, though. That, that's yeah, a that's, tough one. Yeah, we've that's been arguing that. All right, and I'm going to go somewhere else. Uh, Steve Martin, man. I love Steve Martin. I love his uh, physical comedy. Okay. And Steve Martin was also, just do anything, the jerk, the movie, the jerk. You know, they shooting at these cans, these cans, just at certain scenes. Mm-hmm. So I love Steve Martin. And last but not least, most definitely Richard Pryor. Richard Pryor. Richard Pryor, uh Great influence. And when I write some of my material, I uh, I say, hey, how would Richard Pryor tell this joke? Or how would Robin Harris mm-hmm. tell this joke? So, you know, Richard Pryor most definitely up there. And of course, it's a lot of George Collins right, and right, Martin right. Lawrence's. But my top five, that would be it. Right there. Dope, dope, dope. So, pat, pat. You got to shoot a bigger gun, Doug. I don't know. I'll, listen, shout out to our third member, Math, and his little ass gun. That pause the word. Pause. Wait a minute. <laughs> you know how you say some shit, and as you saying it, it's like, oh shit, I shouldn't say that. <laughs> but you already let go. <laughs> you know, how you, shoot, you ever shoot a shot, and they're like, oh, I shouldn't have shot. Yeah, okay, my bad. All right. So. <laughs> Way over the backboard. I'm sorry. Let's get back on the rails. <laughs> <laughs> so have you have you have you toured yet, or are you just pretty much have you just staying local with the comedy, or um, is it has or is any tour in the works? Well, um, with tour, touring is uh, a different beast. Um, mm-hmm. With touring, uh, most of the main attraction with uh, the black comedians are that draws more. So you get four or five of us on tour. Mm-hmm. Um, then you get the the revenue going. Then that's when it become major like right. that. So as right now, I'm not touring. I do do shows mm-hmm. uh, local and, and out of state, and mm-hmm. I also uh, help run a comedy factory where I I will open up for a show, right. I feature for a show, I headline the show, and also most of the comedians that come in down known for years over fifteen plus years they they usually want me on the show well because they they uh, used to working with me. And stuff like that, but also during that same time, I give other comedians other chances, young comics that probably will never get the chance to be in a club. Right, right. You know, you could do your bars and mm-hmm. things like that, but I want them to be in clubs so they can experience a uh, different experience and and uh, learn something new. Right. You know? Okay. So you say you've done a lot of opening. Um, who, you have you ever opened for someone? Um, and it shook you like I got open for that nigga, like Dick Gregory. Ooh, Word. was that uh, was that the night that was that when Paul Mooney was there? 
Uh, Paul Mooney was the actually Paul Mooney uh, was the headliner. Dick Gregory came through. I was there for that. And uh, man, I sat in the green room with the two guys. Man, I didn't have to say nothing. Mm. Mm. I, I had a thousand years of comedy right there. Mm. So sitting back there, and also uh, some guys like Tommy Davidson. Uh, Tommy Davis is one of the guys I really admired growing up. He used to uh, put uh, music and sing and do voices and mm-hmm. do a lot of things. And opening up for him and working with him and actually not being friends with him, uh, that's amazing. Because I used to sit back home teenage years and watch him. You know, and be like I want to meet that dude. I think so. I can't. I don't think I can go to a Tommy Davidson show. Why? I'm gonna just yell Varnell Hill the whole time. Varnell Hill, hey, do it. Varnell Hill, <laughs> do it. <laughs> do it. Did you miss me? Yeah. <laughs> People do it, man. People holler out stuff, man. Mike Epps uh, has a story where uh, uh, Mike Epps. You go, Mike Epps. So people all holler, Day Day, Day Day. You know, those guys don't like that. Jimmy Walker. Uh, he he will charge you extra money to say dynamite. He'll let me ask you. Let, let oh me ask you a question. Have you seen Jimmy Walker do comedy? I have worked with Jimmy Walker. You seen? Have you seen him do comedy? I've seen him on stage. This is about to get interesting. Was he funny? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> damn! 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 <laughs> That's <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say. I, I appreciate I, I appreciate your <laughs> indirect honesty. And <laughs> listen, I'm glad we getting all the juice. I wish Walona walked in the room just then. <laughs> so let me ask you, man. Like, how do you deal with hecklers? Like, like, mm. you ever, like, have you ever been heckled to the point where you want to run the fuck out of there? I don't. I I, I don't have hecklers. Okay. Sometimes I'll hope for heckler just to keep my chops up. I don't have that, uh, but. I tell you this, when I first started, uh, heckling is one thing. Mm. The worst part is when the audience is quiet. Mm. That kills your soul. If they booing, they listening to you. They know you some garbage. Right, okay, okay, mm-hmm. okay. But when they, see how I went silent just then? <laughs> that, that's murderous right there. That mm. will make you go slit your wrist mm. right outside the comedy room. <laughs> right? no, but yeah. also, you got to be, you, you got to have some, um, you got to have some, uh, you know, be tough about right. it, man, because right. people are going to try you. Mm-hmm. Uh, people want to be part of the show. Right. They, some people are helping you all night, and then come at the end of the show like, hey, man, you funny. I was just trying to help you out. I'm like, hold up, man. <laughs> <laughs> you helping me out? Yeah, so Nigga ain't never came on your job, kicked the broom on your That's man. it. Hey, what the fuck? Right. Yeah. And that's comedians got to know where you at. You gotta know where you at, and sometimes you know. Sometimes you respond back to a halfway. He got his whole family in there. And, uh, Yo, didn't um, Corey Holcomb jump off stage on a nigga in DC? Well, it was a story uh, at the Improv. Uh, you know, Corey, Corey, my boy Corey Holcomb. Uh, he had a little incident where Corey be talking about the side chick stuff. Yeah. I guess a side chick did uh, got upset about it. She tried to get at Corey. You know, no <laughs> side right. chicks matter. Okay. Shout out Corey Holcomb. So there's so many things wrong with that. This bitch knew she was a side chick? Uh, she that? probably found out that night. Corey probably found out. <laughs> he probably gave her some signs. <laughs> when your man bring you to the second show <laughs> on the second night being there, Damn. now he got to act like he ain't hear the jokes no more. <laughs> he got to act like the joke's fresh. That's fucked up, man. So I was just at the Corey Holcomb show, right? Yeah. And there was a chick and a dude there. And every time he's like, some women get really pissed off. The niggas die and laughing. 
pointing at the chick like she mad right now. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, he gave you that three hundred fifty dollars, didn't he? You had <laughs> That's fucked up. Hey man, sometimes hey, when you go to his show, the the woman gotta already know. You know who you going to see. No, you can't surprise me. Corey Hogan with their baby jokes. That's yeah. one. That's another thing yeah, we talk about. That's, on this show. that's a that's a thing too. You know, he has some flack <laughs> about that too. Sometimes, hey, right. but some people have their niche and that's them. That's what right. they're gonna talk about. Right, you know? right, right. Uh, I don't talk about that matter, but I don't say I, that shouldn't. You know, that's not funny because it's not me to to judge that. But I always the fans gonna decide what they wanna listen to or what they're not. Gonna Let listen. me ask you this. Name one person that you just can't don't don't like working with. <laughs> not that you might not hate him or her personally, but you don't like they're a difficult person. Just like you just don't like to work with. They probably not listening to our show. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this is a hey, hey, you know, uh, this is a small world. Yeah, but um, one person I don't like working with, uh, Teddy Carpenter. I don't know if y'all familiar with Teddy Carpenter. What's that ring a bell? Yeah, he did the Def Jam thing, and okay. uh, he's around here. Uh, yeah, look him up, man. What, what, Teddy Carpenter. Now, now what, what, what's the problem with Teddy, man? What Teddy do, man? Uh, Teddy is, uh, he, he's one of those guys that in 93, 94, you booked Teddy, he sold out. Him and Hamburger. Oh, you know, yeah. Shucky right Ducky and yeah. shit. All, all that shit. <laughs> came up with Martin, and probably was more popular than Martin at one time, you know, right here in D.C. Right. But uh, he got that little bitterness to himself. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and that's the one thing I always try to keep from. That's why I always try to do different things and meet different people. It's not to get that bitterness like, I should be here or I should be there. I'm already with, when I, before I started doing comedy, I set out my goals to be involved in comedy throughout. Mm-hmm. Booking comedians, working with comedians, working with comedy clubs, you know, uh, being an influence, being funny myself. So I have done that. You know, I want, I'm going to do more. I've been in a movie, uh, uh, done commercials. And what I, movie were you in? Yeah, uh, it's a movie called Muda. Ain't nobody seen it yet. <laughs> it's an African movie. It'll come out 2020. I'm sorry, did you say an African movie? It's an African movie. I'm going to be right there when you walk in 7-Eleven. I'll be right there in the section. Hollywood joints. Yeah. Oh. yeah. I want them like like oh it's gonna come. Right. No, it might come on yeah. the African Network. My friend, she here. Yeah, she she was in it. She was, she played an extra. Okay. In, in the film, uh, uh, it was only like eight extras, so they had to move around to different chairs. <laughs> <laughs> you get over there, please. It's called Muda. M U D A. Check it out. Then nobody gonna run past that racism. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Watch it. So, uh, you got any, anything upcoming? Like any projects? Any movies? Uh, no f- movies, but I got some uh, uh, great shows coming up. Matter of fact, February the 18th, I'll be at uh, Sully's Comedy Cellar. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's called Black by Popular Demand. It's me, uh, Smokey Swalwes from uh, been on HBO. He's from New York. Uh, Tiana Douglas, a local comedian, very funny uh, female. She's been on uh, Roland Martin TV One. Uh, also, uh, it's got a couple other com- comics on there, but then that's a, also at the comedy club. Uh, we got the Plastic Cup Boys coming. Oh, uh, word! Okay, yeah, Kevin Hart uh, guys, and got some good good comics coming up. Our senior it's Hall, really? You know, something is local. Lands. That's local to you. Well, Baltimore Comedy Factory is local. He's located right there. Yeah, in Dumbo, we, no, now. you said Sully's, though. No, he's at Sully's. Yeah, Sully's. He's saying, but you know, February the 18th. Yeah, he's we, the booker and the opener for uh, the Comedy Factory. Oh, you know, we, we're at Sully's, though. That... Sully's on Harford Road. Okay. Sully's on Harford Road between uh, Carney area. Okay, okay, If you're okay. listening, familiar with that area right there on Harford Road. Okay. I got some good food, too. 
Shit, well, <laughs> yeah. fat nigga sucker for good food. Hey, we know, hey, we know what a good food at, man. We know what a good food. And matter of fact, I'm gonna think about writing a book called "How You Know You Fat." <laughs> <laughs> he, he give us an excerpt. Okay, absolutely. Uh, if somebody can uh, get a tragedy can happen, somebody can tell you something tragedy happened. Right. But if it's food involved, you'll forget about that. Like they could be like Lamar got shot right there on 12th Street in front of Dunkin' Donut. Then you like, it's the Dunkin' Donuts around now. <laughs> <laughs> Did he get shooting the inside or the outside? <laughs> <laughs> Stuff like that, man. How you know you fat? If you order your food and it's hot, yeah. and the last piece that you eat is still hot, you fat. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you one more. One more exit. Uh, yeah. Were you making something to eat while you making something to eat? That can make I, that. Let me make this sandwich and stir these collard greens. I have done that. So, uh, <laughs> so a young nigga might be fat. Outstanding. So, so Alabama, they call me Spencer Spit Rose. Spencer Spit. Dear Lord, <laughs> that's your rapper name. Something like that. Do you know what spit roasting is? The spit v- roasting. The views. The views. And, and, at, at this point of the show, I'm sorry, young lady, you might want to cover your ears. <laughs> Jesus at this point in the show. This is, there, this is a part of the show, goddamn. And his alone. Do you know what spit roasting is? Shall spit I, roasting. Shall not, not, not right now. Enlighten me, brother. So, you know how you take an animal. Okay. You put it on a spit and you roast that motherfucker. Like, like a whole pig or something. Gotcha. Okay. When a gentleman spit roasts, he finds a homeboy, right? I don't know if this and is a young gentleman. lady. One, <laughs> this nigga one nigga gets in front and one nigga gets behind Okay. And they all have a great time together. It's a great adult time. That's a spit roast? That is a spit roast. One at the front and one at the back. I'm sorry, Miss Cover Your Ears. <laughs> have you ever spit roasted in your life? It's like Streets of Rage and shit where a bitch can pick can, two plays. Can I get the Jeopardy music? <laughs> <laughs> have you ever spit roasted? Have I ever spit roast? I have never spit roast. Jesus Christ, we got it. I never spit roast. Oh, well. Mm. Why you mad? Why you looking at I, I, I never spit roast it. It's never wrong with that. My man, see, they, they, they it, judge it, it me. It is something wrong. Well, no, they, niggas be judging me because this is the thing. Yeah. <laughs> Here's the thing, right? Like, sometimes, like, like you, you and your homeboys have shared blunts, cigarettes. Double deuces. So sometimes, you know, you find a nice young lady that likes to party. And, right. You know, you spit right across though. <laughs> so the views express. But still not spit roasted. <laughs> selfish, man. You know, if I make eye contact with my boy, it's over with, man. But I can't got softy. You have to high five at that point. You're touching each other. I can't that's, touch that's you. Not, it's not. Like that's that's not the same. At that point. That's Eiffel Tower. That's, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Once y'all touch hands, officially, that nigga help you get there. Get the fuck out of here. How <laughs> <laughs> so? Yeah, you don't around, know. What if you mess around and just lose your pop and rock off right there? You finish. You are the gay. Mm-hmm. I didn't listen. I, I, you I, are I, number seven. <laughs> I didn't say it, but you are the guy. You, you be a different type of spit roast. <laughs> <laughs> More spit. <laughs> oh, oh God! God. Oh, let's get back to the interview. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, <I> <laughs> hey, 
Yeah. Is, there any, is there any comedians that. You don't need her no more. <laughs> <laughs> Every time you shake your man hand, it'd be like. Yeah, we don't need her no more. We don't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We don't have our own spit roast. Oh, that's disgusting. That's yeah. sword, that's right. sword so fighting. So stop now. thinking about that, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> think so, so, <laughs> so, is there any comedians that are out there now that you haven't worked with that you would like to work with? Oh, Cat Williams. Most Word. Yeah, yeah, crazy. Real, I'll take the crazy. Uh, he a real motherfucker. Yeah, uh, I like Cat. Um, um yeah, Cat Williams most definitely be top of my list. Martin, I would love to meet Martin. Uh, Chris Rock don't do it often enough. Uh, to see, the only my Martin man, about. I saw his last stand up man. I just he... well, uh, I'm told more people says his uh, go see him live is a lot better than okay, okay. you know uh, on the film. I saw it too, so yeah. I had some sentiments about it. <laughs> but <laughs> I can be honest, I'm not in the industry. Like I like, damn Martin, what happened, nigga? Like you know, what I mean, you got rich and can't tell jokes no more. I think the the part that hurt me was the nigga was still recycling like run tell that jokes like kind of like the same it was a form, same formula but different jokes and shit nah nah someone with the same jokes hmm. on the Showtime special well yeah yeah the same jokes I had, to, I had to watch I seen y'all portions of it and uh, I have to go back and watch it all the way through that messed me up man yeah it was it was it was it was, it was very hard to just to watch man. So they said, Martin, who, who else do you want to work with and shit? Well, um, I have got a chance to sort of work with this guy. Uh, I would love to work with Damon Wayans, but uh, he have came to uh, Marlon doing stand-up now. Uh, Sean doing stand-up now. <laughs> do you hear that? Did you, did you hear that? Did you hear that? <laughs> it was a pause. <laughs> He's like, man, Marlon's doing stand-up. And Sean, <laughs> Sean, yeah. not in them UGG boots and shit. Yeah, he wasn't funny. <laughs> Sean wasn't funny on the show. Well, it seemed like Keenan is forcing him to do stand up. Wow, like Keenan just right. Keenan got pulled like that. Uh, Keenan, uh, you like, know, Keenan, the head. Joe Jackson, you know? shit. You're right. <laughs> Tell me, jokes, nigga. You may get the fuck out there. Keenan running. You know, Keenan put them all up there on that. You know, yeah. he put them all. So he could have just kept DJing. Who, Sean? Yeah. I, I think he was doing that. He wasn't even DJing. <laughs> <laughs> he said, He was Milly Vanilli over there. <laughs> yeah, he was, y'all. He was But I think he was more into the Fly Girls than anything else. Trying to hit Jennifer Lopez. Wait a minute. Is that, well, I don't know where we're going with that one. <laughs> yeah, so. <laughs> that was a good era, though. That was one of the dopest eras, man. If you ever had a chance to do like a... a a sketch type of show. Would you be more like on on in love and color tip or more like a Chappelle show tip, like more edgy and shit? How, how, which way? Which way? I'm most definitely more edgy. I, I almost definitely. Uh, well, if you go back and watch some of the Living Color, they was very edgy. They were very edgy. Oh, yeah, they, yeah. They, they, yeah, they yeah. Were very, Before that time, yeah. yeah. If you go back and go watch back them. And look they did a lot like racial humor. Yeah, they everything. did. Okay, okay. And uh, you know, sometimes my humor is racial. They made motivated. fun of the handicap. It was great. They, I love it. Did yeah, handicap, black man, anybody, no doubt, no doubt. You know what? But it probably would be a combination of both. Yeah. I like Mad TV. Also, was good. Mad was, was a good, good show. Great show. They brought that back. Um, 
I don't know what the ratings are going for now, but I think the same man. <laughs> I don't without think like Aries Spears and right. Phil Lamar and mm-hmm. those guys. I work with Aries Spears. Aries is a character. He, he seems a little bit like I mean to be honest, uh, one of the the more bitter. Of yeah, uh, yeah. He's his spirit. His his, his, his spirit. He's <laughs> all like Ray Charles. His spirit. What's, what's wrong with that man? Man, I don't know. It's a hummingbird. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I don't know, bro. Maybe he thought he was gonna be next to Murphy. He did start off very young. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, sometimes sometimes it's hard to handle success. You know, people yeah. run for success. success and all is this, like, hard. he hasn't had a trash stand up. All the specials are dope. Yeah, he's very funny. Very the interviews funny. are fun. Uh, um, he done to Shaq All Stars, and he's mm-hmm. traveled. He traveled the time. We have him quite frequently at the club. Yeah, got a chance to work with him. You know, and um. Over the years, you know, kind of, kind of trying to break the barrier. You know, hey, you know, first couple times he came, he hardly say anything, and now he's like, hey, what's up? And, right. You know, so he, maybe he tried. Yeah. Maybe he tried. So, so of of um, what's some of the like advice you got from folks that come through? Like, who who sat with you and really like gave you the game? Um, it was this guy named Sean Sanford. Um, he's nobody gonna know who he is, but he was one of the guys who mentored me. He has done some stuff like the star search and stuff he came up during the era with a lot of these comedians so he used to sit up there tell me uh that show business not show friends uh how always close the deal always have your business mm-hmm. make sure there's three things that comedian gotta do uh be there on time be funny and be professional mm-hmm. now i teach that all the time i mm-hmm. tell them all the time the, the same club uh uh 15 years ago i called I said, hey, you know, the lady answered the phone and said, hey, I called the Baltimore Comedy Factory. I said, hey, how do I uh, become a comedian? She said, well, she said it this way. She said, well, we only hire professionals. And she mm-hmm. hung up. So that motivated me to uh, uh, become a professional. Right. And now, you know, I basically run the yeah, club. Run, run the right. club, the same club I call. So I tell them all the time, man, be professional. Be professional off, be on, be on time. And you know, do what you got to do. Do what you got to do. So, who, 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 um, who is most likely of, of the people that you've uh, had come through multiple times? Who's most likely to sit down and kick it with you? Mm. Oh man, Dion Cole, That's uh, not, Blackish. I, I, I fuck with me them. and Dion kick yeah, together. Yeah. All of them. When that nigga was talking Sometimes about Western I t- pipes. <laughs> that was a, that was hilarious. Man. Western yeah. pipes. Yeah, he was talking balls deep. Yes. <laughs> Deion Cole, man, mm-hmm. me and Deion Cole hang out. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of the times they want to go hang out, and with me having so many hats at the club and then perform, I'd be like, man, I'm going home. Yeah, right, uh, right, right. Red Grant. Um, <laughs> Red Grant. Uh, From up the road. Guy. Yep, from D.C. Mm-hmm. Uh, all them D.C. guys. Man. It's Harvey's brothers. Yeah, they yellow. Yeah. <laughs> got that's racist, yellow. man. Put all the lights getting They've got the freckles, dude. they got yeah. the freckles. <laughs> Is there any so, like young, like especially like from this area? I know it's a couple that um, from this area that are starting to bubble. Is there any like young ones that you see that have that potential to 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 make it in this industry and kind of blow up? Oh yeah, on uh, on comedy alone, it's a lot of them in the area. Yeah. Um, uh, young lady, uh, she go by Stiletto. Okay. Uh, she's very funny. I book her. Um, uh, this is guy. Uh, uh, Cleon that does movies and stuff Cleon, like yeah. that. You know, we ain't always seen eye to eye on stuff, but I give brother props on doing stuff like that. Very and, mature. Because there's no, you know, with me, um, 
I, I tell them all the time, there's no reason for me to hate or not want you to be successful because right. in what I'm doing, I'm, I'm going to need you. You're going to need me. Mm -hmm. So I said, I want, I want everybody to go to the max right. of the do it, but also be ready uh, and be professional about how they go about doing it. Because right. in the end, you might need somebody. They're going to be like, hey, I remember when you spiked me. <laughs> right. And... Uh, Hey, you, you don't know how many phone calls people make and be like, hey, uh, don't book this guy. Mm. Uh, he's hard to work with. Really? Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. If you're hard to work with, people be like, uh, well, they be the last person they want you to call. They could mm. be like, well, he's funny, but, uh, you know. Right. Man, right. I never want to have that, uh, you know. Mm. Man, I'm a funny, but, uh. Right, right, So right. I try to carry it as best I can. Okay. So when, when you're doing shows... Do you, um, how often do you, I mean, of course, they're doing what, like, like nine shows, they're doing three shows on Thursday, right. Friday, Saturday, even maybe on Sunday, but do you, 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 uh, peep out behind from the green room and, and really check out they set and, 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 and see what, because you say you wear a lot of hats at the club. Sometimes, uh, some people I have, uh, worked with before, so I, I know their stuff. Uh, some people I haven't, I, I more or less watch some of the people that open it up for them. Uh, the, the people that are, they open it up for them, but they funny themselves. Mm -hmm. They might not have that draw appeal as the headliner might right. carry, uh, but they'll get there one day. So, you know, hey, two or three years down the road, hey, I've seen it happen. Uh, Trevor Noah, who hosts The Daily Show. Yeah. I worked mm -hmm. with Trevor Noah uh, six, seven years ago. Me and Trevor done some work and talked back and forth, and next thing you know, he's doing a Daily Show. Right. That's true. And they stay in contact mm -hmm. with those guys. So, uh now I will say Paul Mooney is a is it, he, he's a tough one. Paul, cause Paul is he's good on stage, off stage. Paul, Paul getting old. Get hey, hey, ask the question. You know you want to ask it. Is Paul number seven? Is that the question? What's number seven? Who Paul Mooney? <laughs> <laughs> you know you want to ask it. Now, so there is a couple of things because there's an article that came out a couple yeah. of years ago about Paul Mooney mm -hmm. that said he really weren't like he wasn't of his wits no more. Like yeah, someone's out here somebody. making him do shows against his right. will. It feels like almost. And if you want to know about Paul Mooney, uh, number seven, uh, only thing I can say is go to YouTube mm -hmm. and look up Richard Pryor's roast, mm -hmm. and you go from there. Okay. Okay. Okay, you two, Richard Pryor roast. And Richard Pryor roast. I am writing it down. Right. <laughs> we, we ain't breaking no copyright in French. <laughs> we don't give up. We don't give up no stinking copyrights. And no, shit but already. I mean, now when when he came through, like, was is did he seem to have? Is he? He's off his. He's off his rocker. Ah. Mm. Yeah, he actually wanted me to uh, uh, go on the road with him. Uh, I actually declined it because it was uh, after talking to a few friends. Uh, they say it would be more of a babysitting type of affair. Uh, and and with his mind, I don't want to get to, all uh, right, we in uh, a show in uh, in a show in Arizona, and he forget, and he got me on the show. You know, he's at that point. Oh, uh, uh, okay, okay. Because when I first met him, he was like, you know, uh, hey, 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 uh, Mr. Moon, I'm Alabama. I know who you are. I know who you are. He act like we ran south for a side before. But he's always been nice to me. Other comedians got some stories. I remember, you know, my, one dude was like, he met Mr. Moon. He said, hey, Mr. Moon. He like, hi, nigga. Bye, nigga. He <laughs> <laughs> kept on going. I said, oh. I almost spit to you. Mr. Moon. Yeah, so, so, 
let's 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 talk about that though. Like, so do you have any good stories or good crazy experiences? You hanging out with some of the comedians coming to the club? Mm-hmm. Uh well, uh, with Dion Cole, this guy paid us a couple of hundred bucks a piece just to hang out with him, his coworkers, for like fifteen minutes. Fifteen minutes. Fifteen minutes. I felt like, man, I felt like I was at celebrity. I was like, he, he got paying me hundreds of dollars just to, you know, you hear about uh, yeah, people paying club, you know, uh, Lil Kim or Nicki Minaj get fifteen thousand right, just to walk, walk through, through the club, right. yeah. man. So uh, me and Dion, we did that, man. That was crazy. Uh, I do have a story. Um, when I went to an open mic right here in uh, Frederick, Maryland one time, mm. and it was this crazy lady doing the open mic. I forgot her name. But anyway, uh, after I did my little open mic set, she did hers. We was, uh, you know, we, we was going to partake. It's a cabbage of the meditation type form. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. So uh, we went to the store to get some paraphernalia, and it was everything was cool. So... We started driving, mm. and as we was uh, partaking, I uh, got to a point like I was going to look at my watch. I was like, oh, it's been like eight to ten minutes. I said, well, let's go back to the comedy club. Right. And she looked at me. She said, I'll take you back when I'm ready to take you back. And you, now I'm a big guy. Because uh, that was my first thought. I was you like, know, I'm a big guy. Beat, beat but, bitch up. but no, she was driving. <laughs> oh. She was driving. And I was somewhere, I, didn't, I was like. I didn't know where I was at far from the club. I left my other comedian friends. We was in her vehicle. Left her them at the club. So we rode, she rode me all through the highway. Rode me all through the city. At one point, I seen the cop. And I was going to jump out the car. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to breathe into the window. <laughs> you know, I couldn't spell. I was like, how you, this hard to do to spell help backwards. <laughs> I was like, is it LP? <laughs> so, so, uh, man, she finally took me back to the club. Finally. Mm. And, you know, I did that little big tough thing. I got the car. Oh, but get you, B. And, uh, girl, I kicked the car. You know, I was all tough. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was just, so I went back there in the club, told the fellas, the other comedians, they were like, where you was at, man? It was one. I'm like, man, this chick kidnapped me. Yeah. And I thought it was over with. She walked right back in, man. I thought I was on misery. <laughs> <laughs> if she broke your foot, so, real. my advice, when comedians go out of town, don't leave the other comments, man. Don't go, don't go by yourself. Don't go by don't, yourself. Don't go to no one house. Man. So, man. <laughs> <laughs> Where can we... You got any social media that we can get at you? Oh, yes, sir. Please uh, follow me on at uh, uh, Comedian with the C. Not the K. Comedian Alabama on Instagram. Um, go on there, man. Trying to get my, I got a lot, I got quite a few followers for. I don't post as much, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, follow me on that on Facebook, Alabama. Uh, but I'm on the Instagram, Twitter at Funny Bama. I ain't no Bama though. Yeah. <laughs> so you DC listeners. So 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 now the um, that it's, it's dope that we mentioned social media because that seems like a, a new way to get get your funny popping right like, like we, we you see the uh dc young flies of the world i work with and, dc and, and the king uh king bach yeah king bach i like him christopher bachelor uh, uh very funny man very yeah. funny i love his parodies so so have you done anything in that vein try to make some funny youtube videos and i haven't um um to make the videos uh because 
there's a double-edged sword to that. Well, I ain't even saying sword. Uh, a lot of people, that helps them uh, get to where, like, the DC Young Fly and stuff like that. But what was going on was they'll go do stand-up, and it's a different audience, mm -hmm. and they was uh, struggling. Because they want to see the 15-second clip. They want to see that 15-second clip. Now, that's nothing against that 15-second clip. Some people have resurrected their career. Michael Blackson, for instance. Mm -hmm. Kiki Jiki with this... Uh, Instagram and stuff. He does a great job. That I was just talking to Mike a few years back, and he was talking about you know how he wasn't getting the love they want. Now Mike everywhere. Yeah, you know yeah. he had to change some stuff. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And he did. And social media is a big part of it because I will not. Uh, uh, There's a lot of people that they probably gonna got three minutes of funny, but they got three hundred thousand fans. Mm -hmm. Some promoters right. will book you on that. Right. They like oh well. Uh, what will 10, 15 minutes hurt hurt them? But what happens is they try to headline them. Right. And now you go into your, you have your followers, but then you got the comedy crowd. And they're right. like, uh, but uh, shouts out. A lot of them, uh, I give credit to them that they are actually trying to learn to stand up and stuff like that because it's, it's not easy. It's not easy at all. Right. Have you ever run into anybody who you thought, ah, oh, they're not going to be, uh, I don't know about that, and then they get, and they rock it. And they knock it out of the park, and you're like, "This guy's actually hilarious." Have you ever been surprised by someone's funny? I uh, I can't say I have, cause I always have rooted for people. Uh, I probably more or less have seen people who think they're funny and go up there and, and garbage. <laughs> I see that. <laughs> I have see, you ever got to see that, that point where you, oh, nigga, you want to keep here? Just. <laughs> Yeah, take the mic. It's your turn. I never give him the mic. Don't never give him the mic. That's the thing about when something about heckling. You don't give him the mic. Don't let him. You got the mic. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But uh, you run kind of cats, man, all the time. I be in the bathroom at the urinal. And people be like, hey, hey, brother, you can use this on your next sketch. You I ain't use that. I've been to a spit roast. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Way to get that win in. It's, it's not bad. It's not bad at all. <laughs> so we are a sports and hip hop podcast. No doubt. Okay. Um, you are uh, a, you are a Baltimore transplant by way of Alabama. Right. Now, would you say you're more of a pro football guy or a college football? guy? I'm all of it. Um, die hard uh, Dallas and die hard Auburn Tigers, man. Die hard. Mm -hmm. Don't call me during the game. War Eagle. Uh, don't. Yeah. War Eagle. I'm Cam Newton and. Uh, don't call me, man. I don't know. Don't talk about my mob. I know what my mob does <laughs> and what we don't do. Right. You know, so, so, so what do you think about the Cowboys season this year? Myself I, being a Cowboys fan, of course. I will say this. Mm -hmm. me, me knowing the Cowboys and me knowing Cowboys fans, uh, them going 13-3, getting playoff, get the expectations, but we forget. We got two rookies back there. No other rookies have done this. Mm -hmm. Tighten up the defense. That's all I'm saying. Hey, man, honestly, they played their heart out. You can't spot Aaron Rodgers' points and expect to win in the playoffs. Well, during that game, uh, when we got down there, uh, I thought we should have been more aggressive. Uh, I don't think we ran the ball enough. Could have gave Zeke the ball a couple more times out the backfield. Uh, at the end, uh, Aaron Rodgers has to have 0, 0.00 on that clock. Mm -hmm. Or he's going to kill you. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how he didn't fumble that ball on that sack. Uh, made me feel like we was cursed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Jerry so Jones said he sold his soul. Like y'all like heard that. Like, I, mean, he said, his, I believe him. I believe him. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? Any any elite quarterback like him or Brady, you can't let them 
had a ball in the end. I don't think Brady could have made that pass. I don't think a single other quarterback in the game right now could have made the pass at the end of that what game. What Brady would have did was made a short pass and the guy would have ran it. Exactly. <laughs> or something was going to happen. Something with those guys or happens. Somebody would have made him stick and touch his helmet or anything. Man. <laughs> That's it. 15-yard penalty. So, uh, mm-hmm. Just uh, give him the touchdown. Be like, right. And then the referees to come out later talking about, oh, that penalty should have been called, blah, blah, blah. Don't, why? why you, I hate when they do that. Don't they, do that. You're not going to go back and play the game over. Nah, exactly. I but, just don't say nothing. You know, but uh, I was ready. Uh, once we lost, I was ready for all the dead skin fans. <laughs> to resurrect. Yeah. Like, back then. Right. Back. right. <laughs> so, we were, we were the, I think, like, we were neck and neck with the Pats for the most hated team in the league this year. But we people lost, we lost, uh, we lost Romo early in the year. Uh, people don't remember, we lost Kellen Moore, too. Kellen Moore yep. could have been a quarterback. The dear Lord. Kellen Moore could be yes, yeah, we looking yeah. at three and thirteen. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we're looking at three and thirteen. So put the probably, black kid in. So. Right. <laughs> you could have had. You know things that went bad yeah, when Jerry when Jerry's like, God dang, put that goddamn black guy in there. So so what about basketball? Yeah. Who's your basketball team? I am born and raised seventy sixes. Okay. Charles Barkley, all them, Dr. J. Man. You want to talk? Been, it's been a rough yeah, thirty years. Hey, 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 I, <laughs> hey, people don't believe me. I'm telling you, 2020-21 season. <laughs> but you know, what, you, know, you know what? Let, let me start. AI was in there. That's it. Because you know the league gonna change. You know yeah. Trump don't change the league. Cause there ain't gonna be no more foreign <laughs> players. They gonna have to play out. So everybody gonna have to be from here. And all yeah. the dirty is up in Philly. Yeah, you know? man. That boy Embiid, he look alright if he can stay healthy. Yeah, stay they because they they taking it but easy he, because they know they're taking again. But right. but we still got Ben Simmons ready to go. And, ben Simmons, and, 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 and if he can stay healthy, and Embiid ain't played ball in like three years, four right. years. He like a rookie this year. Yeah, rookie over and over. So yeah, it'll work out, man. It'll work and out. And then I got another big dude that uh, who's the other big, the other center? Is it's not Okafor, is it? We got Okafor and uh, Nerlens Noel. And Nerlens Noel. You yeah, know what I mean? Noel. I got a couple. But we got to get rid of one of them. Can't have got you, man. Got you. Just become into a guards league. Yeah, and that's the thing. But, but you look, there are some big bigs poking, poking around. Pause. Like, all, like they popping up. Pause. <laughs> there are a lot of sinners coming into the league at the right. moment. And it seems like there may be an eventual shift again. Back to a more defensive and and and, and yeah, but the, if the centers out there uh, shooting eighteen footers and threes, right. that's the type of centers out that's coming stretch forward. Right, and that's why you have all these triple double dudes too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. So what you think about Russ getting snubbed, man? What's Russ Brook? I seen Allen Iverson play, mm-hmm. and I seen LeBron at some moments in life, but Russell Westbrook ain't about stopping Russell Westbrook. It's a bad motherfucker. I mean. He haven't been to a point where he'll shoot you in a game. He'll shoot you out. Mm-hmm. But he have to do that with this Oklahoma team, man. right? Um, just Durant him. leaving, and uh, the landscape just don't change. You know, Cleveland number one, and they still fussing. <laughs> but see, so 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 speaking of the 76ers, former 76ers, and LeBron James, the controversy this week. Uh, we'll cover this later. Was this week on the show? Oh, you already out. heard it. But um, we've got uh, Chuck. The bread truck against right. uh, Braun Braun, man. How, how you feel about that? Well, uh, uh, Charles, uh, you know, people let Charles say what he want to say. I, I think LeBron kind of tired of it, man. You know, uh, I remember Dwayne Wade had said something about, like, man, about time. 
you know. Uh, I think all the criticism he get from Skip Bayless and mm-hmm. Steve A. Smith and people are not people need to appreciate LeBron. Right. I'm telling you, the league need to appreciate. LeBron. Sometimes we even watch the games if LeBron playing. We will watch the Warriors. That's the only team. Right. Spurs are good. You're not watching the Spurs. Right. You watch Braves. It's the Braves. You're not watching because of the Braves. Because <laughs> I, I hate them street But and he's a great player. A bad he is, he got the But players. he don't have no personality. He got right. Braves. Right. I think if you cut right. them, if you, if you get a regular, he might be. But he got uh, the Braves. He just got to have some. He don't have no charisma. He's a great player, but when it comes to that media now. shit. You know what I'm saying? He's, he's the last person where the braids with the trail, huh? Spreeway. <laughs> and, spree and that nigga choking nigga. He had the charisma. <laughs> Too much. Tell, tell you buying them rims. Buy some rims. I'm good, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to get on this boat and have these hoes. Boats and hoes. Boats and hoes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. That man. incredible. The show man. is sponsored by Step Brothers. <laughs> Something the like Catalina Wine yeah. Fucking Catalina Wine Mix, man. So, man, I, I jumped the gun before with the social media and my and my uh my see my co-host is a, see that's a bad motherfucker right there too because he he kept the show going. So let's get to social media again. <laughs> <laughs> All right, be on our Instagram. Uh, make sure you go to at comedian Alabama. Uh, comedian Alabama. Uh, all one word. All one word. Okay. Uh, you know, I, I see you over there trying to write some. Oh, you, know, you good? Yeah, I can spell a little something. You got son. that little Fantasia right, nigga. right there. <laughs> 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 that <right> look Fantasia-ish. <laughs> Just sign your ex. <laughs> so, uh, oh man. So uh, at uh, at comedian Alabama, if you're on Facebook, uh, it's Alabama A L A space B A M A. So mm. follow me on that, man. Twitter at Funny Bama. Uh, make sure you check out the Baltimore Comedy Fair. If you get a chance, www.baltimorecomedy.com. That's www.baltimorecomedy.com. Man, we got some great shows coming. We actually got Dick Gregory coming soon too, uh, February the twelfth. No, fifteenth. Peanut, fix me some of that Dick, Dick Gregory. <laughs> Peanut, put all that sugar in there. Uh, the diabetes. Well, and when nights can we see you at the Comedy Factory, man? Uh, I'll be there uh, with Guy Tory. Okay. Coming up. He's uh, actually funny. That's going to be, uh, i got the dates in my head. Not this weekend, uh, this first and second. It'll be the 8th through okay. the 10th. Okay. February 8th through the 10th, Guy Tory. Then also make sure you check him out at Sully's February the 18th. Okay. Uh, that's going to be a great show at Sully's on Hoffer Road. Yeah. Check that out. So that's it, man. That's what it is. You know? Um. I am Ilfam79 on your social media choice, a.k.a. the On Addison Podcast, and a.k.a. Brudama Phillips, a.k.a. Captain Bruno Bano H2 Bro, and my tag team partner. I'm glad you're back. I'm glad you're back. You drinking now? <laughs> nah. I want the AKA. I ain't got no AKA. My man gave his life to Christ, so he don't drink no oh. more. <laughs> <laughs> it's your boy. It's your boy. Mace. <laughs> I was going to say Shaquille Sunflower. Hey, man, listen. This show, you can get us at Wiz Buffy on everything. At Wiz Buffy, at Wiz Buffy on Instagram, at Wiz Buffy on Twitter, at Wiz Buffy, Wiz Buffy at gmail.com. I'm your boy, Fat Boy Diz, Fat Boy underscore Diz on Instagrams. Uh, Dizzy from Be More All in your Twitter box. If you want to Snapchat me a picture of your well shaven juice box hoe, you can do me a fat boy underscore Diz at Snapchat. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> fat boy Diz, aka Diz de Jour, aka Diz de Jour, or the most finger waviest, aka Spencer Spit Roast. Uh, we don't have our third member in the building, but Harvey did. Give us your Twitter and all that shit, man.
DJ Harvey Dent pretty much everywhere. Harvey Dent on Facebook. There you go. That was easy. And um, Baltimore versus your horse? Yeah, you oh, got yeah. Baltimore versus your horse. Yeah. Hashtag dot com. Dot com. Okay. It's like Harvey Dent, Batman Harvey Dent. Yeah, exactly. Oh, my man, flip the coin. <laughs> the motherfucking coin. Yo, so I, we interviewed Harvey uh, uh, a couple months back, and the last question I think I asked him was uh, Batman or Superman? You should have saw the face he made. Nigga, like that. You know that main Westbrook? What? Oh, yeah. Y'all niggas tripping. Y'all niggas tripping. Talk to that bitch ass nigga. Don't talk, <laughs> you don't talk to that bitch ass nigga. <laughs> Be a real one, man. Westbuffy.com, 2100. Absolutely, we out. <laughs>